adjust your dials, everyone. We are here. It is Hawkeye episode five on spilled popcorn. Hawkeye, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, make your best bird poses. Your co-host over there, the man with the plan, Cam. What's up? I am, full disclosure, I am sick and I am sucking on a throat lozenge as we speak. So if you're any clicking around, it's just the lozenge hitting my teeth, but... I couldn't wait, Kirk. I had to. I had to be here to talk about Hawkeye, and it's not COVID, which you can't get COVID through a webcam anyway. So we're good. We're all good. It's all kosher. Yes, yes. I mean, I wouldn't want it any other way. I was also sick for a number of recordings, yes. and so I feel you. In fact, maybe the the clicking against your teeth will add some sort of incredible dynamic that the fans will ask for more of it. Give it's us possible. a little taste of it. ASMR. Do you Can you just that? do that after like every fantastic <laughs> quip you have? Like maybe. So at the end of this episode, Kingpin. <laughs> Am I right? Clickety clickety clack. Yeah, that could be an option. That could be an option. But oh, I'm really sorry if you didn't know that we uh, spoil everything here, and uh, you just found out Kingpin it's called pops. spilled popcorn. What are we supposed to call it? Spoiled popcorn. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That would be disgusting. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we, when we, you and I see movies late at night, we get the spoiled popcorn. Oh, for bit. sure. I guarantee, I, theory I have, we saw West Side Story on a Monday night. There was nobody there. I assume there was like nobody there all day because it was a Monday during the pandemic. I am pretty certain that it was the weekend's leftover popcorn. Like maybe 12 people walked into that theater all day. And they were like, well, we've got this leftover stuff from the week. Like, it was so terrible. It was so bad. It was all crumbs. It was as if they had mashed all of it firsthand. I mean, um, so our, so they just They pre-crunched tonight, it for us. Yes, just tonight, um, our... Um, our our brother-in-law who does the music uh, with with the band rhetoric Ryan Spriggs his his daughter was crunching some popcorn in our house she was at our house and she was just like putting her hand in the bowl looking at us dead in the eye and squeezing the popcorn yeah. and saying I crunched the popcorn she <laughs> like, was there that's yeah what, that's what happened that's what the employees do they get so bored sometimes they're like I'm gonna crunch this popcorn for the next crowd it's true and it's not it's not okay it's not okay <laughs> What a long rabbit hole that was. <laughs> Let's get out. Today we're talking about Hawkeye episode five recap. Guys, there is only one more episode after this. Say it ain't so, Kirk. Say it this ain't so. So fun. I, I want this to go for eight, but then again, if it did, it would probably have at least one bad episode, and this has not. It's true. It's true. Maybe maybe these one of the strongest of the what is it five MCU series, and it's it's really fantastic. So let's get into it. Let's talk about it. I already forgot the name of this episode. Cam, do you remember it all? Yes, it's called Ronin. Ronin. That's right, Ronin. That's right. Because in the previous episode, partners, right? We find out that Kate discovers she puts the pieces together, connects the dots that Mister Clint Barton Hawkeye. Uh, uh, Jeremy Renner himself is Ronan. What if Jeremy Renner actually was Ronan? Actually is. Like, you know, he's not the method actor type, but I wouldn't be surprised if he, he killed some street gang fools <laughs> to get prepped for this role. He might have. And I mean, he's a vigilante hero in my heart either way. So this episode surrounds so much of Yelena's character. I mean, out the gate, we just get Yelena, Yelena, Yelena. Miss Florence Pugh playing the part. And what I will never get, um, I'll, I'll never be 
not caught off guard by this. We see her go into um, uh, a stranger's house. She's on a mission and it just discovered that she's trying to wake up more black widows who were tricked, who were brainwashed, who were manipulated. And your girl, she just not ready to wake up. She already woke up and she decided she's just an assassin, which is pretty cool. Goes into the bathroom and she gets blipped just like that. I will never not get surprised. It always makes my heart stop. Cam, were you surprised that she got blipped in that moment? I was surprised that she got blipped in that moment. I didn't know why we were there. I didn't know that it was going to be her blip scene, but this is also a very different blip scene than anyone we've ever gotten because the character disappears and reappears in a split second, which I guess is apparently how it felt for them. I didn't know that that had really been confirmed before, you know, like, I think Tom Holland, Peter Parker mentioned something in uh, in game where he's like, one minute I'm doing this fighting Thanos and the next minute I'm here and this is so crazy and whatever. Like, I think yeah. he does mention that, but I didn't realize that it literally felt like a split second to them. So that was, that was shocking to me, but surprised that Yelena blipped in general, not at all, because at some point during the five years, she would have surfaced looking for her sister. So I think she did have to blip in order for it to make sense from a continuity perspective. Right, right, right. And it needed it needed to um, kind of not make her delirious, um, not to unground her, but it really made her, it needed to open up her eyes to the bigger world, right? Because she, when she has a mission, she just does it. That's, that's her training, right? And she is ready to just destroy. What's my target? I'm going after it. I'm going to succeed. And now all of a sudden she's like, what the last five years of my life are gone. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what my relationships are. What's happening anymore. Super, super brilliant to do with Yelena. And thank goodness we have Florence Pugh at the helm here. She's spectacular, Kirk. She really is. I mean, yeah, thank goodness is the right thing to say because we're (laughs) in good hands as long as she's around. Yes. And so what we find, I mean, this really was, What's funny about this whole this whole series is that we get these glimpses into the kind of half episodes. Half of the 30-minute episodes are spent on these other characters, but still the show is called Hawkeye and I still feel very connected to Hawkeye and his growth as a character and his continuation to serve uh, other people and to save other people and to all everything's moving for him still. So I want to talk to you about the structure there. Do you think that that was the best way to to basically do a pair up of every episode and have him reflect on how that fits within his life and his persona and his goals. Yeah, I think it's good. I think he's the right, I think he's the right candidate for the job because he's been around long enough to where we know sort of what he's about and what factors are at play. So there's certain things they don't have to develop, which gives them the opportunity to fill the void with some other development and use this character in this series as a conduit for other characters to grow and develop certainly with Kate Bishop who was introduced in this series and now with Yelena Belova which this is only her second MCU appearance also with Maya Lopez uh, aka Echo so it's been a really good vehicle for all of those characters to develop in a way that the MCU really hasn't been able to do so far yet you know we've seen we talked about the cameo appearances we get in some other movies they try to do some kind of like rapid fire character development, like, oh, see, these guys know each other because they met in this movie. This gives them a chance to really slow it down and be intentional about it. And this series has really maybe unexpectedly proven to be the perfect vehicle for getting all of these characters into a spot where we're ready to move forward with them. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we get the right amount of time, the right amount of space with them. Um, just a spoiler alert real quick. We are going to be talking about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. That premiered one day after this episode yes. dropped. Um, and so there's going to be everything wrapped up into that. So prepare yourselves if you haven't seen that film yet. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> so just as Cam said, we have Yelena, we have Kate Bishop, we have Maya, three big vehicles, three big characters that are bigger than we know, bigger than we feel that we know are in this. So one of the biggest arcs in Maya's uh, journey in this episode is that she's still after Ronan. She's still hunting him down. She's still asking her right hand man, recovering from a previous fight. And she discovers that her right hand guy, the guy who can sign who was buddy buddy with her dad, buddy buddy with the with the tracksuit mafia, is the only person that was not there the night her father was killed, and she finds that very suspicious, rightfully so. Uh, this revelation, did you expect to get his head knocked off in that very moment, or did you expect the res- a little bit more of restraint, which we did see? Well, I think I think she knows that if she's going to make this move she's got to keep it kind of on the low because she's crossing the kingpin ultimately. Um, so to take out Javi would be to let the kingpin know that she's she's on to him. And so she has to keep it quiet for her best interest. But I think every bit of her wanted to, to end him there. But I liked how this scene really developed because, you know, we've been hearing mentions of the kingpin, you know, without saying it, we've been hearing the big guy. We, you know, we saw his hand, et cetera, et cetera. And Clint gets to a point where he's like, listen, I got to end this tonight one way or the other. He, you know, he's talking to his wife, Laura, uh, he's telling her, I got to end this tonight one way or the other, because the big guy is going to get alerted if I don't. And in Hawkeye fashion, rather than Ronin fashion, he chooses not to, take the nuclear option with Maya, but to plant this seed, which is truthful, that, you know, the reason he was there was because of something related to her circle, not his, and that he didn't act alone, and in fact was acting on, somewhat on the behest of the kingpin. Not intentionally, but he was tipped off by a guy who was tipped off by the kingpin. So, uh, it's a great nugget. Makes me feel like, I was wondering when Maya would start to come to the, to the realization point. I didn't know if it would be in this series, but that question has been answered. Mm-hmm. It really has. It's it's uh, it also gives us more of that gray area where she has been loyal to one one team, one person. And now she's questioning it. She's in that gray area. The perfect opportunity to go over to Miss Valentina and become one of her crew members, as we can only hope. Uh, speaking of, let's get back to uh, to Miss Florence Pugh, back to Yelena. Yelena breaks in. She she sees the fight on the rooftop. She's already uh, obviously scoped out uh, Kate Bishop. She's obviously been watching uh clint barton valentina hired showed her the picture at natasha's grave um that she went to after she recovered from the blip and she's after them so she's done her research she shows up in kate bishop's apartment we get a long long scene i say that with uh with great joy uh because it was fantastic it could have been very boring it could have been very um just filled with exposition but the character dev that we get to experience between these two great actresses is just absolutely fun it's really fun uh and then sharing their experiences sharing where their heads are at where uh kate bishop is basically pleading to say clint barton is good he's made some big mistakes and elena's like 
Yeah, I don't know. He's just bad and I'm going to kill him. It's that simple. You don't know him. Tell me how you know him. I don't believe you. That back and forth exchange is just fire. How'd you feel about some of the things in there? It was there's something specific that's bigger than we think right in that combo. Well, I think uh, understanding a little bit more of kind of what she's been told. I, I mean, I don't know. We still don't really know if she understands what went down, uh, you know, with the soul stone. We have to presume that she doesn't because she feels like exactly what uh, Val told her, which is that this guy is responsible for the death of Natasha Romanoff. And for her, that's enough information. She doesn't need to know. She doesn't need to know any of the minutia. She's like, this guy's responsible. He's gone. So we assume that she still doesn't know, which, which leaves her in a place of, potentially being a hero at some point in the near future. But also Yelena, man, what a, what an interesting character. I think she's so funny because she's literally been like a brainwashed prisoner of the Black Widow situation for so long, which now that she hasn't, she's now that she's not, she's like a little kid. You know, yes. she's like talking about going to Rockefeller <laughs> Center and like looking at the ice rink and like going to the Empire State Building and stuff like that. And so it creates this really funny like, really, really light, really, really dark dichotomy with Yelena that makes her a really fun character. And Kate Bishop with her sort of deadpan, overly sarcastic delivery is the perfect one to trade blows with her in this conversation. Uh, it was it was really well put together, but I think, I definitely think that Yelena doesn't have any idea what happened with Natasha, and it's just like, Natasha died, it's Clint's fault, he's gone. Excellent. And she, so from this scene, you know, Elena was really scoping her out. She was really basically doing a, a live action um, polygraph test on her and Kate Bishop passed. Uh, Kate's like, I don't know where he's at. Um, I, can, I have a couple of ideas, but I have no idea what he's up to next, but I just, I'm pleading with you let listen to him let him let him speak his truth and yelena's like i believe you but see ya, i'm gonna go kill him and don't get in my way because i won't uh let up on you the next time so eerie fantastic fun stuff going on there from the audience perspective not from the character perspective uh <laughs> kate bishop gets back home she's distraught she's you know worried about her friend you know she obviously knows he has a big family she knows that he's changed she knows that there's more that she doesn't know about the whole story of it all and she gets home and jack is getting arrested uh there was a tip off that kate gave to her mom that says hey listen jack is not who you think he is and she follows through with it and he gets arrested is it that clean cut? Are they in on it together? Oh, they're Does in on it. it. They're <laughs> in on it, and the cops are in on it, too. Like, keep in mind, the kingpin, all of this stuff, it all revolves around organized crime. There is a 0% chance that this arrest is legit, and I'm sure that he'll be booked and you know put behind bars for a little bit, but he's he's out whenever he needs to be out to fit their needs. I mean, they're, they're totally in on it together. Um, so... Yeah, I think this this move, and we'll talk about more with what happened with Eleanor towards the end, this move was totally to take a little bit of heat off of Eleanor's back. She felt it coming for her. She thought, this is an easy way for me to take some heat off myself, sacrifice somebody else, sacrifice being in quotation marks because he's, you know, he's not going anywhere. Uh, and so it was it was the right play for her to get her, her mom off of her back until, uh, or to get her daughter off of her back for a little while longer, so... Right, that's that's right. totally what's going on in my opinion. 
Right. You know, because there's that wonderful moment where uh, Eleanor is asking her, do you really think you're a superhero? You know, yeah. getting some passive aggressive uh, tones in there. And Kate's like, I don't know. You're right. I don't know. And uh, really tearing her down with with her position in the family and her position as a relationship and her uh, that power, that, that subtle, sneaky, deceptive power. Uh, Eleanor is laying on thick and uh, super glad you had the knowledge of, of how of how corrupt she was in the background, because I don't think I would have noticed it otherwise without that knowledge. So thank you for that, Mr. Cam Wiggs. And, <laughs> and as we go through the end of this episode, we definitely see a big fight scene. Uh, Ronan says, I'm going to be here. Come at me, Maya. Let's go. And she takes it. She There's a beautiful, not beautiful, is a fantastic fight scene. And uh, Maya's about to snap and just take Ronan out when Kate Bishop saves the day with her, with her tiny bow and arrow <laughs> and gets him out of there alive. And so what we have here is that, you know, this partner's right, this like this separation, like, yeah, I don't need you get out of here. I want to protect you. Kate Bishop can't leave that alone. She is putting more and more of the pieces together. She's thinking about Elena. She's thinking about Maya. She's like, he's, he's going to die. And the only person that can save him is me. I am a hero. And she steps into that role in this episode uh, because before she was going uh, with Clint uh, on these missions together. And in this moment, she's like, no, he needs my help. And I'm the only one who can do it. I'm going to figure out where he's at and I'm going to make this happen. I think she tracks his phone in, in, in this episode yeah. <laughs> to find his location. And and then, of course, we get to breakfast with the, with the LARPers. Uh, the next day uh, as the sun rises. And sure enough, Yelena is texting Kate saying, just thought you should know because they had a very real, honest conversation with each other. She's like, your mom just caught her with Kingpin. And Kate, Kate Bishop's like, who's this guy in this picture? And Hawkeye, of course, closes out the episode and says, that's the guy I was worried about all along. Yep. With Vincent and Eleanor standing side by side. Yeah. I Man. think, let me, let me gut check you on this, Kirk. In that moment, I think... I think rather than Kate saying, I'm going to be a superhero and I'm going to choose this life, I almost feel like she is just trying to put the period at the end of the sentence, you know, and say, mm -hmm. maybe I'm not a superhero, but I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to help Clint out of here and then everything's good. Jack's arrested, Clint's safe, all's well that ends well. And I think that she honestly thinks like, okay, the Maya thing is extinguished, Clint's going to go back home. Yelena's not going to be able to find him. And my mom and that guy are no longer together. This is great. Before she gets that text from Yelena saying, I know I, I know who hired me and I thought you had a right to know, which is really interesting that they built that sort of relationship and, and really begs the question as to what is Yelena's angle with sharing that information with Kate. Yeah, it's uh, I, I love that because, you know, all of our heroes, they don't like wake up one day and they're like, you know what? I'm going to be a superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are thrusted into greatness um, with great struggle and great, um, re not resentment, but just reluctancy is the word I'm looking for. And that's a great point is that she's just trying to say, all right, well, I'm just going to do right by these people and then I'll go finish my college degree or go get a full-time job or whatever. And she she very much is walking that path. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, so let's get into the, the crumbs here. Let's speculate just like crazily right now because this is – quite the episode um let's start right there where where you what's the what's the reasoning other than this honest connection they had in kate's apartment for what is the angle she's uh yelena's always looking for an angle to continue 
to uh, give this information completely free directly to Kate Bishop. I think the angle is that Yelena still very much is not on anyone's side and is very much a host unto herself and is keeping her options open. So she's being paid by Val, but she wants to figure out what Val's angle is. So she goes to investigate that. She discovers that Eleanor is the one behind it. She knows Kate and Eleanor are related, obviously via the last name and some digging that she's done. She fills cadence just so she can have all of the information to make the decision that she wants to make, which is important because I think, you know, she's not 100% team Val. She's not 100% team Eleanor or team Kate. She really is hanging out in the middle. And frankly, the Clint Barton thing, she's like, Hey Val, thanks for the information, but I would do this if you were paying me or not. Like this is, I'm going to go do this. But while I'm here, I'm going to figure out what your angle is. I'm going to figure out who's behind all this. And I'm going to figure out what's going on over here with Kate, because all of it is beneficial to her right now. True. You know what's so cool about Kate is that people really just love her, right? Yeah. So like Clint comes in and he could just like save her, drop her, walk away, but he continues to tell his wife, I gotta stay. I gotta see this kid through. I gotta make sure she's okay. And you have Yelena who would just kill could just kill anyone at any time and just walk away, and not care. And she listens to her, talks with her, and says, Hey, all right, don't do it again. But you're you're cool. You're good company, right? Uh, and then here she is, you know, a day later saying, huh, "Here's some information," you know. So it's really cool. It's really fascinating with Kate Bishop's character to see how she can just kind of weasel her way in in a in a very authentic way, in a very true way of just being herself in order to build these relationships with these people. Yeah, she almost is like a a Peter Parker type of character in that not not. I mean, they're not that similar, but they are similar in the sense that. They come from a place of just honestly wanting to do the best that they can and, mm -hmm. and trying to help. And so it's really hard to be opposite somebody like that. Like they tell the truth no matter what the circumstances are and they stand for something that's honorable. And and so I think that, you know, if you're Elena, you're like, sure, she's kind of an obstacle in my way, but she really is pretty harmless and is ultimately just trying to do the right thing. And I can respect that. So uh, it makes her a very versatile character. Excellent. And then speculation comes in, right? So Yelena knows that her direct line to Clint is Kate. So she gives the information about her mom. Uh, Kate gets emotional, obviously is going to ask for help. She knows that there's a connection with Kingpin yep. or assumes there is with Kingpin and, and, AK, and Ronan, a.k.a. Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. And we all of a sudden have a direct line back to him for her to complete her mission or to at least confront him. Because maybe that conversation in Kate's apartment changed her feelings on it. Maybe there's going to be, you know, sincere rage, but sincere consideration, um, much like we get at the, at the end of uh, No Way Home and Spider-Man when he's like, when Peter is ready to just kill Green Goblin and someone steps in and there's a voice of reason that says, maybe this isn't the best choice. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to set up for a really interesting finale, no doubt. Yes, I don't know where this takes us. Obviously, Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be at the forefront. Yes. Um, maybe we start, let's, just, let's start there. Do we start with another flashback? Do we see um, Vincent just like command the screen for the first, for the first half of the episode? I think there's going to be a lot of Kingpin deep dive. I don't know that it will touch on anything that happened in the Netflix series at all. I don't know that they have to, but I think they do need to do some sort of setup with him. Maybe it just focuses on him and Maya. 
Maybe it just focuses on him and Eleanor. Who knows? But they have to do some sort of setup there to get ready for, like, why should we care about this guy, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that they will focus on that. But the question is, how far do they take it? You know, do they touch on the Netflix series stuff? Do they touch on Daredevil? You know, we obviously, you talked about No Way Home spoilers. We saw Matt Murdock in No Way Home. You know, was that for a reason? Is there a reason that this episode happens after that movie because Matt might appear in this movie, I mean, or appear in this show. So there's a lot of questions there, but I do think a heavy, heavy emphasis has to be placed on the Kingpin in the final uh, episode. Yes. And I would, I just, we're here. So let's talk about it. Is Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Tom Holland going to appear in the final episode of Hawkeye? My vote is yes. My vote is no with an asterisk because I think that maybe it's a post credit scene, uh, oh. potentially. Uh, but I mean, Kirk, you're on the right track, right? Like no, either one way or the other, there has to be a reason that they go out of their way in no way home to tell us that this is happening at the same time as Hawkeye. You've got the Rogers, the musical billboard. You've got the Christmas music playing as they're going through the department store. You've got the final scene of Spider-Man swinging through the city with snow falling. You know, we see the Rockefeller Center tree, which has been a centerpiece of the Hawkeye show. Like, there has to be a reason that these are tied together. There has to be a reason that the finale is coming out after that movie. There has to be a reason that Matt Murdock was in that movie. Like, there has to be some reason. I don't necessarily see Spider-Man playing a big role in this episode, but I could see a post credit scene setting something up or, you know, to your point, Kirk, I think you mentioned before, like just a really quick little passing moment between Spidey and, and Clint that could happen for sure. Right. That's what will, if, if it happens, I think that's what will happen. They'll bump into each other, but they won't remember each other um, because Peter Parker has been wiped from everyone's mind yeah. uh, with the spell. However, what would be cooler is if for some reason the fight's going down at Rockefeller center by the tree and Tom Holland as Spider-Man pops in to save the day and you know, just like helps out. I don't know. That'd be yeah. pretty cool to me. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. And if, and he meets, he meets, uh, in, and in that sense would, that'd be a very interesting, uh, relationship, right? Because Clint won't remember Peter Parker, right? But would he remember Spider-Man? Well, here's the thing. So yes, he would remember Spider-Man from civil war. Yes. But otherwise, he wouldn't really because the events of Infinity War, Hawkeye is on Earth the whole time while Peter is up in space with Tony. Um, And then in Endgame, they fight side by side, but, I mean, we're talking barely. Like, they're on the same battlefield on the same side, but they're not, like, they don't exchange any lines or anything with each other. So their, their, their time together is very limited. They have no sort of relationship, really. Uh, other outside of civil war. So yeah, he should remember Spider-Man, but obviously won't remember Peter Parker. Thanks to what happened in no way home, but he, he will know who Spider-Man is. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty neat to see them interact. Very fascinating. I feel like uh, for him to swing down and, and take care of things. Who knows? Maybe Matt Murdock's going to show up again. Yes. If we see Vincent D'Onofrio on ice skates, I think in the center, I'd love it. It'd be great. And he like throws his throws his stick at him. I don't know. Um, anything else you want to talk about with this episode? It, it, there really was. Uh, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of 
in, in my mind to speculate. It was such a clean episode, such an exciting episode, so well paced, uh, gave me everything I needed uh, to set me up for episode six, the finale for for Hawkeye. What do you want to talk about? Uh, last thing, we're getting new suits in the finale. We got a new suit for Wanda as the Scarlet Witch in WandaVision, a new suit for uh, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson as Captain America in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we'll be getting new suits for both Hawkeye and our new Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, in, in this series finale. So look, very much looking forward to that. That's true. And as you've mentioned before, you believe Jeremy Renner is going to ride off into the sunset. I believe he may be killed. And we have put wagers on things and before. Do we want to put a wager on this one? I don't think so, Kirk. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to if I were you because <laughs> I I've been pretty <laughs> I've been pretty successful to date. Man, yes, if they kill true. him, if they kill him, I'll be floored. But we'll see. Only time will do. I'm going to grab the raw file of this, and in case I I am correct, I'm going to go back and insert it and re-upload it with the wager of yeah. something you have to okay, do. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and then you agreeing to whatever I tell you to. Yeah, like people who record your voice on robocalls, just me yeah. going like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just doing something absolutely insane. Like, okay, you have to get into a dunking booth where I shoot an arrow into the target and you fall into it. So I think that... I think that might be the one Could I'm going to rent a dunking booth for I don't know, roughly $2,000 just for one quick video. How do you feel about that, Kim? It's all good because he's not going to die. So it's all <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time for the finale of this very brief, very fantastic, very concise series of Hawkeye and the MCU. Check us out on Popcorn for Breakfast, Spilled Popcorn, YouTube, Discord, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole works. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.